Before we begin our Torah study, let's pray together. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. Tonight we're going to have the joy of hearing from two of us. You'll hear a little bit from me. You'll also hear from Rabbi Yuri Korshin. And we want to equip you. We want to encourage you. We want to build you up because we know there are times when you're moving forward and you hit a wall. Uh, can anybody relate to that? There's an obstacle in your life and it's hard to understand what you're going to do. I like the scripture that says, by God, I can leap over walls. I, I don't know what your jumping ability is, but I can tell you this, it would take the Lord to help me leap over a wall. I don't think I could do it on my own. But each one of us, when we're moving forward, we, we may hit walls, and these can sometimes stop us because we don't know what to do when we hit the wall. And I wanted to encourage you, be ready for walls, because adversity and walls are part of life. If we didn't have walls right now, I think the roof would come down. Every building depends on walls. Every life depends on walls, whether you like it or not. There are times when there will be challenges and there will be difficulties. In ancient Hebrew, even before the Tanakh was written, the, the word for righteousness, tzaddik, and all of its forms was speaking of what it is not just righteousness, but it's a victory of righteousness. A victory that can only be accomplished, that can only be received, that can only be achieved when you face an obstacle in life, a problem in life, a challenge in life that requires that you trust God and be faithful in order to get through it. So can you imagine that when the Jewish people were hearing about righteousness, they were thinking about a victory that their own faith in God would produce? They, would un they understood something that righteousness is connected to our trust in God. We're not righteous in ourselves, none of us, not one. And the idea that you could actually become righteous all by yourself is impossible based on the, the ancient concepts and meanings of the word. Righteousness is a reflection of your victory that you got when you trusted God and you accomplished the victory through your faith. Now that, that is the key to understanding 1 John chapter 5. This is the love of God that we, that we keep his commands. And his commands are not burdensome. It's not too heavy for God to tell us what to do. Anybody need some direction? Anybody in a situation where you don't know what to do? 
You're, you're facing a problem. You've got a, you, you've got a need. You, you need an answer. Well, you see, if God were to speak to you and say, do this, that's a command to you, right? It'd be a relief, wouldn't it? Some of you are saying, if only I knew what God wanted. Then I could have that breakthrough. The commands of God are not burdensome. Verse 4, for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever. How about whoever? Whatever and whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. You see, life has its troubles, isn't it true? Didn't Yeshua say, in this world you will have difficulty, in this world you will have trials, in this world you will have tribulations? But be encouraged, he said, because I have overcome what? The world. Many believers don't understand this, and they think because they trust in God, they won't have any more problems. They won't have any more challenges. It's a sad experience for them when they do. We will have challenges. We will have difficulties. How many of you can verify that you've had difficulties? <laughs> How many of you can verify that if only you could solve some of them, it'd be better than solving none of them? We will have trials, we will have difficulties, we will have challenges, but here's the good news, there is a victory that overcomes. What is that victory? You see, it's our trusting in God that the victory comes through. It's our dependence on God. And what I have found, this is the main thing I wanna, what I wanna tell you, is that when you hit a wall, when you're in trouble, when you face a challenge that you don't know what to do about, don't forget everything you already know. Keep trusting God. Hold on to him. Press into him. Don't allow the difficulty itself to separate you because God knows how to use even the difficulty to give you the victory of his righteousness. What is required on your part? Your faith, your trust, your confidence, your abiding in the Lord through the challenge. A few weeks ago, my wife pointed out to me that in one of the giant oaks in our backyard, there was a dead branch, a big branch. All the leaves were dead. And she said, be careful where you park, because I usually park pretty much under that tree. And she said, that branch up there is going to be down here on the ground. Well, on Monday, I had to go up to Philadelphia for a meeting with the IAMCS, International Alliance of Messianic Congregations and Synagogues. And while I was up there, guess what happened? Gravity. Gravity continued even when I was gone. And that branch came down, and I was a little bit afraid to look at my car. Because I could see that the, the branch in the car had had fellowship. <laughs> They'd had communication of some sort. 
And finally, I worked up the nerve, and I looked at the branch, and I looked at the car, because they were touching. I was afraid then to, like, move the branch to see how much damage had been done. You know, the only damage was a one-inch little scratch that'll just buff right out. But this morning, I had to cut up the branch. It was pretty big. I would say its spread was maybe 12 feet by 10 feet, to give you an idea. It covered that much territory. So I had to cut it up for the guys to haul it away. And while I was cutting it up, I was only thinking of one thing. It really is dead. It really has no life. It really is gone. I wasn't thinking about the car because the damage really wasn't an issue. I was thinking about something else. A branch that's broken off can't live. It's that simple. But a branch that's still in and still abiding will live because that's its nature. It doesn't have to try. Do you know branches don't wake up in the morning and say, I've got to work really hard to be alive. They just have to abide. They just have to continue. That's the image that, that Yeshua is saying, if you'll just stay in me, you'll be alive. If you'll just stay connected, you'll bear fruit because it's your nature to be alive when you're connected and it's your nature to bear fruit. So one of the easiest ways to have victory is to stay in the Lord through the challenge to not try to do it yourself. And I think that's why Moses, in this week's Torah portion, brings the word of the Lord to Israel, and it says, the king of Israel, this future king and any king after him, must handwrite for himself the Torah, so that the word becomes alive to him through his writing. And it says, he's not to go down to Egypt to get too many horses. He's not to accumulate too much money for himself. He's to trust in me so that all of Israel will remain in me and abide in me. I think there are times when we really want to be independent ourselves and not need God's strength and his help. But God who loves us will put us in situations where the only way to achieve victory is to stay in him, with him, to abide in him. So I want to encourage you, don't forget what you know. When, when times get tough, press into God. You know that. You knew that already, right? But if you don't press into God, you'll have trouble. You'll be like that branch that fell out of my tree. Dead, dead, dead. Well, I want to invite Rabbi Yuri. We're going to need a wireless handheld microphone. But if we can turn the uh, podium mic on for him in the, in the meantime, as he's coming up here, would you give a warm welcome to Rabbi Yuri Korshin? Shabbat Shalom. Thank you, Rabbi David. Uh, Rabbi David says everything what I want to say but much, much better than I could do. So thank you very much. <laughs> um, I'm really glad to be here with you, and uh, 
Thank you. In case, so what? Uh, I want to ask, uh, like, sorry for my English. I have uh, one interesting story that I will start with. Um, uh, some years ago, when I was in the United States, uh, one interesting congregation from Orlando invited me to have some uh, words there. It was Chinese congregation. So, and I came, and I'm really hard preparing. I, you know, I'm worried to to give right uh, speech to prepare every words. My English is so bad. So when I came to the stage, I began to speak with them, and recently I understood something. I know that they know English even worse than I have. <laughs> and I'm so much relaxed. I understood if I will speak even Russian or Tans, everything will be okay. They were so nice to me. They listened to me carefully. Says Alleluia when I say Alleluia. Amen. <laughs> so it was a good time. So uh, I want to speak a little bit today about uh, Parsha of Scripture, uh, Shaftim, Judges, and uh, uh, I wanted to open uh, Deuteronomy chapter 20, uh, verse from first to fourth, and I will try to read English. Then you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and, and an army greater than yours. Do not to be afraid of them, because the Lord your God, who brought you up of, out of Egypt, will be with you. Then you are about to go into battle. The priest shall come forward and address the army. He shall say... Hear, Israel, today you are going into battle against your enemies. Do not be faithful or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. For the Lord your God is the one who go goes with you and to fight for you against your enemies, to give you victory. Amen. You know, when I read this scripture, I understood something, and this really touched my heart. I understood that we also in the war. Everybody of us, we live our spiritual life, and or we want or we don't want this, we already in the war. Everybody of us facing with some difficulties in our life, spiritually. We uh, in the war with our flesh. We so much love our flesh, and this is our worst enemies in our life. We in the war with uh, spirits. We uh, every day of our life this is fight. Really, let's say amen for this. And I think this war will stop only when we will go to heaven. This will be stop of our war. We will come to the Father and say thank you for you, forgive us for you, help us for you, bringing us through all these uh, problems in our life. And today I want to say a little bit about uh, difficulties in our life. And um, I know war is not easy, really not easy. We like to be relaxed, we like to have fun, but war, it's not easy. It's every time difficult. And we spoke today with Rabbi David about the uh, situation in Ukraine. And I find something. I find that a lot of believers who faced war uh, was so much disappointed in their faith, so much hurted. 
I know how many believers in this time there begin to ask him, Lord, what's happened? Why is it happened with me? Why is it happened? You know, when I think about this, I understood that so many times in our life will be difficult. It's not only good stuff, but also difficult time. And we need to understand completely what's happened around us and how it's influenced inside of us, who we are in the middle of this situation in our life. And it's true, so many people, they just don't understand this and they wait from, from God only everything good, they wait from our, their life only good and a lot of teachings for good, you will be good, everything will be great. And when war is coming, people losing everything. Money. I had talked with some pastor. He says, you know, I never could imagine that I will start my life again in 50 years old. No apartment destroyed. No church spread out. No money. Nothing. Only clothes, and he just left from that city to another. You know, we need to be prepared for our life. Amen. And not only for good, but sometimes and for difficulties in our life also. And I want to say, see a little scripture. It's Deuteronomy uh, 20, chapter 1. And this is, says, When you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them, because the Lord your God, who brought you up of, of, out of Egypt, will be with you. And you see, if you see a little bit carefully, we can see, when you go to war against your enemies, and see horses and chariots and army greater than yours. Let's say, army greater than yours. In the fact, he says here, your enemies will have more. Interesting. It's like a promise. <laughs> when you have fought, fight, sometimes your enemies will have more. It seems to they have more power, they have more knowledge, they have more money, they have more something, you know, like Satan likes to be big, huge. Uh, when God speaks about mount, mountains of problems in our life, you know, mountains is not flat. This is not whole. This mountain. It means uh, something very high. And you, when you see like this, it's very high. Sometimes. But God says very interesting things. He says, not be afraid. Could you say it to your neighbor? Not be afraid. Very simple, but so deep. God knows that you will have problems sometimes, you will have war, you will have sometimes, not every time. It's good news for us. Not every time. <laughs> but you will have sometimes. And not be afraid. And, uh, you know, everybody of us have sometimes fear. You know, sometimes we're afraid, sometimes we worry about something. And this is our nature. It's good. I think person who don't has uh, uh, not afraid anything, or he liar, or he very much believer, like you know, almost go to heaven, like <laughs> heavenly person. Somehow his uh, spirit connect with his body by I don't know how. 
or he just need help, you know, spiritually or mentally, I don't know. But uh, really, we are afraid sometimes, and it's good, because sometimes fear keeps us, you know, in good condition. <laughs> we begin to seek in the Lord and ask, Lord, where are you? Help us, I'm afraid. It's normally. But you see, when God's speaking uh, to us, he, uh, he's speaking to us uh, not about our feelings, but he's saying to us, what will you do with your fear? How you will act with these feelings in your life when you have problems, when you have mountains, when you have situation of war in your life? And really, you know, I think this is very much connected and bite with our trust to the Lord. If I trust to the Lord, I know he will redeem me. This is something very deep in our hearts. No, you know, if I say to you, don't be afraid, you can say, ah, I know. You know, um, whose situation most difficult in all life, on all the earth? You know whose? You can say mine. Sorry. You don't understand my situation. But you know what God says? When he says to your heart, not be afraid, this is much different than I will say to you. When you connect with him closely and he says, not be afraid, you know, it's, it will be everything for your life. This will complete your life. You know, you will be a complete person. You will say, okay. You will relax even in, in the midst of big problems where everybody will run and afraid and screaming you will be in peace if you heard from him, not be afraid. Amen. Let's say to your neighbor, not be afraid. Amen. Trust, submit yourself to him. Just, you know, try to find time with him now when you're good, when everything is good. When still you have good time, victories, now it's time to look in and seeking for God. Because when time came, some difficulties came, you will know already him. You will know his voice. You will know where to go and from whom to listen and how to pray. Sometimes people are trying to pray already in problems. And it's so much harder to find God when it's problems when you start it now. Amen. So secret of our victories over fear, this is trust to the Lord. This is deep relationship with him. And you know... Psalms 9, uh, verse 9 and 10 says, The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name will trust in you, or for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. Let's say amen. 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 So looking for him, be in his presence, uh, waiting for him to come to you. Listen to him. This, this is all for our life. This is completed. And you know, also, um, sometimes we're so busy, we are looking something, we are going somewhere, and he's just waiting for us. Just waiting for us. He says, come to me, everybody who has burden, who has problems, and I give you peace. I will teach you how to have this peace. And also, um, his promise also, when, very interesting uh, things, uh, in, in John uh, chapter 14, uh, verse 18, when he speaks about Holy Spirit, he says something very specific and very concrete to our life. 
I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. I will come to you. Maybe somebody in this room has in their life problems and you just sit in holy presence and Holy Spirit touch your heart and you have like situation stay same. Problems not going, but peace come in your heart. Somebody here has such experience. Amen? Excuse me for my English. This is the best what I can do now. So also, uh, he says that he will be with us. He will not leave us. Also, one interesting uh, second step what I found in this place of scripture, much more, but I, I want to show you two steps. This is uh, chap- uh, verse 2, chapter 20, Deuteronomy. When you are about to go into battle, the priest shall come forward to address the army. Let's say together, priest shall come. Priest shall come. Priest shall come. How it's important, how important for us to be in congregation. How much is important to be in the body of Messiah. How much important to have a rabbi, to have pastoral who will pastor your life. Priest shall come. Today, some, so many people are independent. You know, I'm independent. I listen only to God and what he told me I will do. And nobody will tell me nothing. Because I'm friend with Jesus. <laughs> and I will tell him what to do and he will do it. Because I told him, I will say, scripture says you will do for me. Do now. And nobody will tell me nothing. But you know, um, God bring us to the, his house, house of God. And he wants to correct our life. He wants to speak to our life. He wants to bring confirmation to our life. He wants he want really bless us by his congregation. Amen. And you know, be independent. It's like, it's something that have consequences in our life. And I saw so many people who, you know, are dependent for some period of time, but when problems are coming, you know, they begin to be loneliness and helplessness. Loneliness and helplessness. No help. Okay, if you're independent, do what you want to do. But so good to have people around you. And you know, when I hear already for 10 days, I feel that how many people helped me in my life, and my wife and David, my son. Because this is congregation, this is body of Messiah. This is place where God put us. And when God told this to Moses, he says, when you will be uh, going to war and you see these uh, armies, trust on me. And call for priest. Let him come. Let him bless you. Let him tell you words of wisdom in your life. Amen. I don't, could not say how many times prayers helped my life. I don't, I, I don't know. Every day I need help. I need prayers. Sometimes I see people and they walk in and I say, how are you? And he says, fine. Praise God. Sometimes I see a person almost died, you know, almost one second before he will die, you know, you see in the face, he just, and you ask him, how are you? And he says, praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's my strength. 
don't be afraid to ask for prayers. Don't be afraid to say what is right, what is true. If you feel difficult, not be afraid to say, I'm almost die. Please, pray for me. Because God wants victory to your life. He don't want you to die in the wilderness. He wants you to go to promised land. Amen. Amen. And uh, I want to close because I don't have a lot of time, but I want to uh, tell my story. And I want to encourage you to be in congregation, to be in synagogue, to be part of God's work, really. This is very important. Trust to God and have fellowship and trust to each other, to be connected with each other. And this is the way how God will lead you. When we was with Rabbi David in Azerbaijan one time, many years ago, it was great experience. We saw how uh, ships are going, you know, from uh, uh, fields to home. And you know what's interesting? We don't see anybody who is going, who walking with sticks and they beat these ships, you know, go home. They're just going, like thousands, I don't know how many, I don't count them. I don't have some time to count them. But they're just running and, you know, they're together as one, one flood. Nobody scream at them, be in the flood, be obeyed. No, they ships, they understood, they must be obeyed. They go home, this their nature to be sheep. They are not goats, you know, what is it, goats? <laughs> Poor shepherd who pastoral goats, you know, it's like, <laughs> who can help me, please? <laughs> I need your help. Uh -huh. Wait a minute. I have my problems. But sheep are together because they are sheep. And we are sheep of God. We are his nature. Sometimes one pastor told me the joke. Sometimes I talk to a person and he even don't smile like sheep. You know, sheep have special smile. They are good smile. I like to call small one. So, okay. I want to say one story in my life about all what I say. It's very short. When we go to, uh, when we are ready to move to here from Nikolaev, it was a very interesting story for my life. It was test for these two points in my life, testing in my life. So we need to go and to fly from Kyiv, its capital of Ukraine, to the uh, United States, to the United States in uh, early Friday. It's like 5 or 4 o'clock in the Friday. And we, this, uh, we uh, have scheduled to move in early late of Thursday to uh, Kyiv and fly to here. So we prepare it and we go in the morning, we get our visas, it, it was Wednesday morning. When we get our visas, uh, I see my visa, it's okay, everything good. And I look at Ina's visa and I see that they mistake there. They put uh, not R1, but R2 visa, different kind of visa. And it's problem to come with such visa, live here. So, and, you know, at first I have reaction, what are they doing? Why are they doing? After I say, so what could I do? I will go like this. What should I do? What can I do? Nothing. So we decide uh, to, do, to go with such, uh, you know, visas in this passport. And I text to Rabbi David and say, Rabbi David, we have 
small problem. I have R1 and Ina has R2. And Rabbi David told me, please, you need to go to Kyiv today and fix your visa. Good experience. <laughs> I have checked myself, or I ship or not, <laughs> or I trust the Lord or not, you know, many, many exams. And you know, something, I, I, I will not say what uh, I had in my mind, what's come from me, like hurricane. I will not say to you, because you will not listen to me anymore in future. <laughs> but uh, you know, one, I, one uh, thought, uh, like, uh, how to say it better, like, catch me, like, Psh. this feels like this. It's stupid to go to Kyiv now. You will not change the visa. It's not possible. Why you need to take Ina, David, my son? Uh, now you just need to go load uh, all the uh, you know bags, all the suitcases, sit in the bus, go overnight to Kyiv, and what? And what? If you do it, even this, what? You will come to embassy and say, please, this is my visa. Could you help me, please? Strange little bit. If you will be in uh, Kyiv, you will come in, come to United Embassy of the United States of America. You will see first. You will see big, big walls. This is what you see first. Defense. Second, you will see men who stand in front. And where are you going? Why are you going? Stop. This second you will see. So and you know, but I understand that I need to just obey and I, I say, okay, Rabbi David, if you tell me, I will trust really to Lord and I will do this. And we packed our stuff, suitcases, and we just sit in the car and all night going there, coming to Kyiv. So, and we, after some times at uh, two o'clock or three o'clock, we came to embassy. It was also battle. How to do one to the end. Rabbi David just came and say, I need help. Okay. If Rabbi David say, say came to embassy, I will came and will say, I need help. So I came to embassy, and after Rabbi David told me that uh, some help came, and uh, God has really opened some hearts of uh, some people, uh, council, uh, senator. senator, and uh, yes. And I came to this man, and he says, where are you going? I says, uh, please, could you help me fix my visa? He says, you don't understand something. You need to write letter, wait for a couple of weeks for appointment. After you came, we will allow you to come and we will talk to you. And I say, please help me. I will go. I will, I will need to leave morning. He looked at me like a stupid guy and says, why you buy tickets so early? <laughs> it's like it's not a good confirmation for me. Like Joy in my life. And I say, by the way, you know, uh, some senators need to call the embassy, please. Could you check for me, please? I need your help. So he just, okay, he take the documents, go into embassy, and after 10 minutes I have a call, and they say, I'm sorry, uh, we will help you, but our system closed at 4, it already was 3 o'clock, so we will not be able to do this today, tomorrow morning. And I already was like, you know, brave and say, but I need your help, please. Uh, what to do? First step already made to second step. So after 30 minutes, uh, uh, somebody called me from embassy and say, everything okay, you can take your passport, visa is fixed, 
please come to the United States. And it was for me a big test and also a big blessing. And I want to say that every big victory needs a big problem. Every huge healing needs to have some sickness. Amen? God is for us. He never against us. And I will end of this message for one place of scripture. He shall say, this priest, Hear, O Israel, today you are going to, into battle against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not be terrified or give way to panic before them. For the Lord your God is one who goes, goes, you, goes with you to fight for you against your enemies, to give you victory. Amen. God for you. He on your side. And he wants better for your life. Amen. Thank you. You can come join us. We're going to close with Aaron's blessing. Good word, Rabbi Yuri. Thank you. Many good words. Rabbi Yuri and Ina are taking English classes and doing so well. So we want to keep encouraging them. Their son David is, is doing great. I'm, I'm so impressed with him. Uh, you can't believe how well he's doing. Uh, just a young boy put in an English-speaking school to, to make it on his own together. Tribulations. With tribulations. <laughs> and homework. Can you imagine being given your homework assignments in a foreign language, and you've got to figure out what they are and then do them? That's his situation every day. And he is doing really well. It's He's very courageous. Our situation. It's your situation. <laughs> because we help him to understand what is there. Right. Uh, so um, the victory comes to those who are trusting in God. Thank you, Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep watch over you and protect you. The Lord cause the light of his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and give you his peace in the name of Yeshua, the Prince of Peace. Amen. Shabbat Shalom, everyone.